My friends, make no mistake, Trump is effectively on the ballot in the upcoming midterm elections, in which voting has already begun in several states. He's laying the groundwork to take over American democracy in 2024. In the upcoming midterms, 60% of us will have an election denier on their ballot. In the key battleground states of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania, candidates who embrace Trump's big lie have won almost two-thirds of Republican nominations for offices with authority over elections. Many are running for secretaries of state, the chief elections officers in 37 states, who will be overseeing voter registration and how elections are conducted. In the 2020 presidential election, remember, many people who held these positions were the last lines of defense for a fragile democracy, upholding Joe Biden's win despite heavy pressure from proponents of Trump's big lie. Which is why Trump and his lieutenants like Steve Bannon are trying to fill these positions with big liars. In Michigan, the GOP candidate for Secretary of State is Christine Caramo who rose to prominence in conservative circles after falsely claiming to have witnessed election fraud as a pollster. Karamo has claimed that Trump won the 2020 election and that Antifa was behind the January 6th insurrection. In Arizona, the Republican candidate for Secretary of State is Mark Fincham, a QAnon-supporting member of the Oath Keepers militia who participated in the January 6th insurrection. He cruised to victory in the GOP primary by claiming that Trump won the 2020 election. In Nevada, the GOP's candidate for Secretary of State is Jim Marchand, who won his Republican primary by making Trump's baseless claims of election fraud a cornerstone of his campaign. He also falsely claims that mail-in voting is rife with fraud and wants to eliminate it altogether, despite the fact that he himself has voted by mail many times over the last several years. Trump-backed governors are also on the ballot in states where governors also play a critical role in certifying votes and upholding the will of the people. In Pennsylvania, the Republican gubernatorial nominee is Doug Mastriano. If he wins, Mastriano would appoint Pennsylvania's top election official. Mastriano was also at the Capitol on January 6th and has even been subpoenaed by the January 6th committee to testify about his involvement. Mastriano also helped lead the push to overturn the state's 2020 election results. In Arizona, the GOP gubernatorial nominee is Carrie Lake, who has said she does not recognize Joe Biden as the nation's legitimate president and would not have certified Arizona's 2020 election results had she been governor. In Wisconsin, the Republican gubernatorial nominee is Tim Michaels. Michaels still questions the results of the 2020 election and refuses to say whether he will certify the state's 2024 presidential election results. Right now, elections in Wisconsin are overseen by the bipartisan Wisconsin Election Commission. But if Michaels wins, he supports scrapping the commission in favor of a plan that could shift oversight of the state's elections to the state's Republican-dominated legislature. Look, I don't know about you, but these people terrify me. If any one of them wins, Republican candidates for governor or secretary of state, they could tip the balance in a tight presidential election in 2024 or beyond. And let me be clear, what terrifies me isn't that they could tip the balance to a Republican presidential candidate like Trump, although that is terrifying. The real terrifying aspect is that they could tip the balance away from democracy to authoritarianism.
And I haven't even talked about all the local and county election officials across the country who are also big liars, also on the ballots in many states, not just the swing states I've mentioned, and could play roles in the 2024 election. So how can we fight back? First, spread the word about the Trump GOP's plans to capture the election process and entrench minority rule. Inform your friends, your family members, including young voters who often don't turn out in large numbers, about what's at stake in the midterms. Second, make sure you and they vote the entire ballot. Control of many state legislatures is often determined by a handful of races that can swing in either direction based on a relatively small number of votes. Too many Democrats vote for federal offices, President, Senate, and House, but disregard state and local races. A recent analysis of the last three presidential elections shows this. Democrats who voted down ballots far, far less than Republicans. In the 2020 election, very small margins in a number of battleground races kept Democrats from gaining control over state legislatures. Uh, Democrats could have flipped uh, in Arizona, the state house. Uh, they could have flipped the North Carolina state house. Uh, they could have... Uh, they could have changed the Michigan vote, just 8,611 more votes for state Democratic candidates in the four districts with the closest margins would have flipped this crucial swing state too. So please, get your ballot early so you have time to, to familiarize yourself with state and local candidates. Some great organizations to guide you, and I've linked them in on this page, are Sister District, The States Project, Bolts Magazine, and people's action. Uh, but look, feel free to leave a comment with other local resources you have found helpful. Third, share all this information. Research shows that texting a friend about voting increases turnout. As I said, Trump is effectively on the ballot in the upcoming midterms, which means democracy is on the ballot. The upcoming midterms will lay the foundation for the 2024 presidential race and beyond. My friends, I cannot say this with more passion or concern. The Trump-Bannon anti-democracy movement has been making progress. We must stop it.